Welcome back to Eating Adventures, a food search exploring must-eats and notable restaurants. Order up. I'm Chloe. And I'm Haley. And welcome back, everybody, to the third season of Eating Adventures, which is just so crazy to think about. Like, we've been doing this already for two full years, and this is our third year. This is kind of like the halfway point of Eating Adventures life. Oh my gosh. This is insane. Okay, so this episode, we're just going to do a little recap of our summers and, like, our favorite food places that we went to, where we traveled, and give any recommendations that we think you should try out. This is kind of like a welcome back to school episode as well, so we'll be talking about some Seattle staples that we found over the summer, but to start out, um, Haley and I were in New York over this past summer for, I think it was a little over two weeks, and... That means we had lots of time to try yummy, yummy food. Yes, New York is definitely one of my favorite cities. I love it so much, and I miss it so much, because there's just so much to do, so many restaurants to try, and I feel like you're always just, like, exploring, so it's super fun. Hence your Columbia sweatshirt that you're currently wearing. To start out, I feel like we need some background. Haley and I were in New York for a podcasting summer program with the School of the New York Times. And it was super fun. We met some really cool and interesting people from all over the world, like over 40 countries, attended the program. And we also got to try some really cool foods while we were there. The first place that I went to when I arrived was this place called Thai Diner. And they had some really cool decorations. Like there was like gold, like plating all over the walls, gold, like chandelier kind of vibes. I don't know. It was super pretty. And there was, like, little booths. Felt very, like, medieval. And my mom and I's favorite dish there was the mango sticky rice. The mango was, like, super sweet, and it complemented the rice so well. So I think if you want some really good mango sticky rice, you should definitely check out Thai Diner if you're ever in New York City. And when I first arrived in New York, I think the first, maybe the second restaurant that me and my mom went to was Los Tacos Number 1. Um, They have the best tacos in New York City, I have to say. Um, Even though the lines can get somewhat long during rush hour lunchtime, which is when we went, um, I still think it's worth it. No, that was one of my favorites, too. I was going to talk about the next. They literally had, like, the best tacos I've ever had, I think. And not only are they, like, super yummy, they're also pretty affordable because it's only, like, about $5 for each taco, which isn't too bad of a deal because I feel like one taco or, like, two tacos is pretty filling. And they have, like, so many different types of meats you can try, like the carne asada, polo asada, and adobada. And what I think is really cool is they have this, like, street-style setup. So you, like, order at the counter, and then you go around to where they're cooking it, and then they kind of, like, ask you, oh, what, like, tortilla do you want? Um, Do you want, like, these type of toppings? And it's just a very quick and efficient way of, like, getting a taco in. Um, Yeah, the concept of the store is really cool. Um, And they don't have tables, so I think it's kind of interesting that, like, instead of sitting down to eat your tacos, it's more of like a grab-and-go where you can, like, stand at a counter-height table um, and eat your tacos there. I got the carne asada and chicken tacos as well, which were super yummy. Um, What toppings did you add onto yours? I said all of them. All of them? Like the normal person? What's the tomato thing called again? The pico? Yeah, pico de gallo. And just, like, guacamole, everything. Cilantro, lemon. Did you not get everything? Um, I think I kept mine more simple. For sure guac, (laughs) a little bit of pico, and 
I don't think I added like the lemon or lime squeezing that they put on top, but otherwise, very, very good. They also have that like rotating spit thing, you know, with, like the meat. And I like never seen that before. Where they like carve the meat off. It's called an alpaster taco. I searched it up. And it's takes me straight to Taco Land. And then kind of like connecting to that where I went to Lost Tacos, it was like in Chelsea Market. And Chelsea Market is like basically this big indoor like marketplace of like different like shops for like clothing, books, flowers, and also like food. So they have a lot of different things you can try, places you can spend your money. Um, and it's definitely interesting. Like, I feel like it's kind of like a smaller version of Pike Place Market inside. So I feel like it would do really good in Seattle because since the weather's not always great, and since like we can't always go outside for Pike Place, if it was like inside, that would be efficient. I wish we had spent maybe a little bit more time at Chelsea Market, um, but walking through was just really cool. It's like all these little shops combined into one kind of central mall. But this isn't a restaurant, but Haley took us after Chelsea Market to this place called Little Island, and I think that is just like the coolest place ever. You know, it's definitely like a little sanctuary because it's like, it's really weird. It's kind of like an island off of a port. Um, in New York City, and it's right near Chelsea Market, and there's a bunch of, like, trees, flowers, and it's really quiet there. Well, sometimes if it's, like, during rush hour, there's a lot of people, but it's very quiet, music, just, like, a sense of community where you can just, like, relax, take a breath, you know, from the city. It's a juxtaposition of New York City. (laughs) Hey! Ah, Writing! Um, But moving on... They have this in Seattle also, but they have a Lady M Cafe in New York, kind of on the Upper East Side area, um, which is really cool. Well, I went with my mom that day, and Lady M is known for their crepe cakes, so I got, I think, the rose crepe cake, and then my mom got maybe the pistachio. Not quite too sure, but we paired that with a rose milk tea and a matcha milk tea, and I think that Lady M in that location is like very fitting you know it's kind of like a stop and go you sit down for a few hours do your work and then leave and like go back into the city which is really cool that's kind of cute you know i've been to the pop-up in bellevue square and i've had their chocolate crepe cake and it's definitely like a cool texture very different than like a regular cake yes but i think now they're opening like an actual cafe just like new york so hopefully that'll be open soon if it's not already a new homework spot We'll see how it is. And then another one of my favorite restaurants that I went to is this place called Shuka, which was on the Lower East Side, kind of near Soho, too. It's a Mediterranean restaurant. And first, let me just preface, it was a beautiful restaurant. Great windows, great decorations. Felt so, like, clean, new, bright. I loved it. Like, I would go again just to sit in that environment. But they also had really great food. Like, it was a small plates restaurant, so you would order a bunch of small Mediterranean plates, and then you would share it with whoever you were eating with. So since it was just me and my mom, we just ordered, like, a couple plates to share. So, like, the falafel, the halloumi, the hummuses, and the chicken shawarma. But I think definitely next time, if I were to go to, like, my family or with, like, more people, it would be better because then you could order more stuff and you could like try new new things like dip more dips with different like breads different like falafels and stuff but I don't know I think it was just 
such great quality of food, great presentation, chef's kiss. I wish, uh, I miss, I miss Shuka. Speaking of Shuka, we went to this place called Jack's Wife Rita, who served green shashuka with eggs. Oh, what a great transition. <laughs> okay. Um, I think, well, okay. I didn't get the green shashuka, but my mom did. I got the Belgian waffle with Greek yogurt on top, which was interesting. I've never had yogurt on my waffles before. When I first ate it, I thought it was going to be whipped cream, but... I was in for a surprise surprise when I first had that Greek yogurt. Um, But the waffle, the waffle was pretty good. But I think the star of the show is definitely the green shashuka. It's definitely an interesting flavor. I hadn't had shashuka before. Um, And I wish we had like more places like that in Seattle. Because I think it's definitely a place that I would go consistently if it was here. Like a good brunch place. Mm -hmm. Is like the shashuka green then if it's a green shashuka? Because I know they're usually, like, red. It was green, yes. That's cool. So do they use, like, green tomatoes, or do they put, like, pesto in it? I have no idea what it's in, what's in it, but it it was definitely, like, a new flavor for me. No, oh, I love that little twist. The next restaurant that we went to, that Haley and I went to, actually, is called Farida. Not Jack's wife, Farida, but Farida. Yes. And what was their cuisine again, Chloe? Drum roll, please. Um, they served Kazakh and Uzbek food, which is like more of the Central Asian countries. It's kind of like a hidden gem because I feel like it's a very small restaurant, so I kind of felt like a local because, you know, not all the tourists were there because it was so small. Only the true New York City-ers would know this restaurant. And it was definitely a restaurant that I'll remember forever because I've never had that type of cuisine before because there's definitely no, like, Uzbek restaurants in the Seattle area. And it was so amazing to try a new cuisine because I love trying new cuisines. Yes. I've never had Kazakh food before, but we started out with the authentic Uzbek plov, which was a beef and lamb plate with carrots and chickpeas over rice. Um, I think it was also served with, like, their type of naan, not like your traditional, what we're probably more used to, like a Indian naan, but like a more Central Asian naan, um, which is like more of like a thick bread. The plate definitely gave chipotle bowl fried rice vibes, like, because it was like rice, meat, beans, you know, so that's kind of chipotle-esque, but it also didn't taste like chipotle, so it was like chipotle with a twist. I don't know if you guys should listen to Haley's comparison of this what, it dish all the same Chipotle. It's definitely more flavorful, more like spice. So it's not Chipotle. I'm just saying like the layering and the components are like Chipotle. Like, like was, a Chipotle bowl. It was more than just rice and carrots. <laughs> yeah, no. Rice, carrots, beans, meat. Rice, veggies, meat. That's like a Chipotle bowl, but better. Okay, contrary to Haley's belief, um, I think I would describe the food as flavorful. Yeah, I didn't say Chipotle is like the most. I know I didn't say it tasted like I didn't say it tasted like Chipotle. I said it was Chipotle esque in its like layering and in its components. Okay. 
you know it was definitely flavorful very like homey vibes because the spices were very warm i feel like brought you right into central asia yes you've never been before definitely did transported me to uzbekistan also at frida um, we got mini yumka puff pies, which had a beef filling inside. Sorry if I'm saying that wrong. And those we kind of had, like, as our appetizer, I would say. Haley, how'd you like those? I liked them. They kind of reminded me of, like, an egg roll, but, like, in a bowl shape. I don't know, like, like an egg roll puff, kind of, you know? Or, like, puff pastry with, like, a meat filling inside. I would say it's more, like, dim sum style than egg roll. Yeah, no, I was lost for words, so I was trying to find something okay. to compare it to. Okay. But you know, that's better. Like a like a like beef, a beef cake. Bun. Yeah. They also had a lot of other things on the menu that I wanted to try, but it was only two of us, so we couldn't stuff ourselves. Next time. There will be a next time. They also had oxtail stew, kebabs, and halal chicken. Those all sound delish. We wanted to try like the authentic one though. The authentic like Uzbek plov first. So we would know what it tastes like. But next time, if you were ever to come back, we would definitely try these dishes. And then kind of moving to like the dessert. So after you have that restaurant, you can hop to this dessert place called Spot Desserts, Spot Dessert Bar. And they have a lot of locations all over New York City. And my mom and I went together and they had this matcha lav cake, which is a lav cake with matcha ice cream. And you know, like chocolate and matcha are such good flavor, like combinations. So it was chef's kiss together chocolate matcha goes so well together and then we also had this thing called the harvest i think you would like this because it looked like a plant but in like the plant pot it was like a cheesecake and then they dusted it with oreo crumbs put a sprout inside and then they gave you this little pitcher full of like milk tea that you would like water quote-unquote the plant with oh my gosh so it was very like interactive it kind of reminded me of like the plant dish from regent's bakery that you always like the rave potted about. plant yeah the potted plant And that was super fun to enjoy. I think it would fit perfectly in my room. I think it would. I should have brought it to you, and then you could have, like, let it mold in your room. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay. Next to all my house plants. So fun. So fun. And it was also kind of, like, I don't know, it's not really a hidden gem because it's a popular place, but it kind of felt like a hidden gem because the location we went to like we had to like go down these steps and it was like one of those underground spots you know how like on the streets there's like the restaurant on top and then sometimes there's the basement basement yeah Mm -hmm. and it was like a basement very fun well a more known restaurant department store i don't know what you'd call it but i think it was our last day in new york my mom and i went to bergdorf goodman for tea time Oh, afternoon so tea. It's did very you, New York. Did you wear your tea outfit? I wore my love shack. Yes. <laughs> Bougie. So how was, like, did it live up to the hype? Like, was the food actually good or was it just, like, for the environment? I think the food was actually good. I didn't get, like, the traditional tea time menu, which is, like, the tiered plates with, like, desserts, sandwiches, and scones and tea. I didn't do that. I got the steak with mashed potatoes. Because after two weeks of being by myself, eating some dorm food, I think that a nice, well-cooked steak was well-deserved. True that. Just kidding. Not well-deserved, but... (laughs) I can use use juxtaposition, too. Look at that juxtaposition. Steak and potatoes during tea time. Who knew? Pretty close. Pretty close. 
Love it. Um, but super cool that we were able to shop before and after tea time. Just had to ride down the escalator. Oh, really? Ride down the elevator. Did you buy anything? Like, what did they sell? It's like a department store. So, like, a Nordstrom's, but instead of a Nordstrom cafe, it's like a afternoon tea place. That's so sick. Goals. It's giving London, even though I've never been to London. Very fun. It is very London. And then next, me and you, your mom took us to this place called BCD Tofu House. Quite possibly my favorite New York restaurant. Really? Out Dang of all own. the meals, I feel like that one just like hit me extra special. It is a Korean restaurant. Would you like to explain more of like how you order at Korean restaurants? Because that was my first time at a Korean restaurant. So exciting. Usually when you order, it's more of like a family style meal, or at least that's how we do it at my house where we order a bunch of dishes and then everyone shares like all the main dishes. But before you get that, they bring you a bunch of sides. So like kimchi, cucumber, tofu. A fried fish. Fried fish. A whole fried mackerel. That was I don't know my fish. It was like it was like fish and chips without the chips (laughs) and more um, more real, you know, because it was an actual fish. It held that fish shape. Yes. I don't know if it's fish and chips. No, fish I'm and chips is like very Ivers American esque. You know, I said it. I'm trying to come. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no. sorry. It tasted like the fish from fish and chips, but in a more real way. Okay, imagine you catch a fish in Lake Washington, you and reel you it in, and up. then just fry it up. That's what it was. You batter, you fry. Authentic. How were the appetizers? They were great. I like how like small there i got a little full just from eating the appetizer so i was like wait a second we ordered a lot of food how are we gonna finish this all um but i love how you share all your food and how like it's a little bit like sour so it's like more fresh zingy not like all one flavor and then for the main entrees we got i remember we got like the short ribs and then we also got like a tofu soup, soup. we got a few tofu soups and um, then we got like a bulgogi. seafood pancake. Yeah, seafood bulgogi. pancake. What was your favorite dish out of all of them? I really enjoyed the bulgogi. I think that the meat was well cooked. Yes. <laughs> and the sauce was really good on all of the meats. The calvi, I think, had like more of a grilled taste, like a char. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the meats were really well done. Like they weren't overcooked, they were still tender, so it wasn't like chewy. And just great to balance out all, like, the little side dishes, so, like, kimchi and all the little, um, like, the sour side dishes. Haley had a very fun adventure with her Uber Eats DoorDash. Oh, yes, I On did. our last day in New York, like, two hours before. No, 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 that wasn't on, this was, this was on, like, the last day of, like, school, quote-unquote school, or quote-unquote classes. Because, like, I ordered, so I ordered from this place called Al Antico Vinayana, Vinayo. Vinayo. My and favorite yeah. Italian sandwich restaurant. So this was like the sandwich shop that Chloe was talking about when she went to Italy. Was it last year or two years ago? It was two last years. year. Last year? I think. Last year. And she had to wait like in an hour or something long line. So then I decided to try it in New York. But I didn't have time to like go to the actual restaurant. So I decided to Uber Eats it. The problem was that I like ordered it. Too early. Too early. So, like, class was ending at, like, 3, and I ordered at, like, 2.30, and then, like, 
class was like about to end but we had to like take a class picture and everything and like say goodbyes but the uber eats guy was here so like i was like on the phone with him while we were taking like our class pictures and everything um but don't worry in the end i got my sandwich i was surprised that it didn't take a long time because on my tiktok i know tiktok is not a reliable source but there were like lines out the doors like especially during like lunchtime mid-afternoon-ish which is when you ordered 30 minute delivery it's pretty yeah. good no um food delivery in new york is so fast because there's so many people and like um the food deliveries like they don't just go in cars they go on like bikes and all the traffic yeah so they don't have to like yeah get stuck in traffic but i got like, the primavera sandwich and it was so good one of the best sandwiches for sure what was in it it was like tomatoes um and mozzarella and prosciutto. Oh, it was, it was the simple. summertime mm-hmm. one. I think oh, you had it. I love that one. But I heard that it's like still better in Italy, of course, because like the ingredients. Yeah. So I'll have Probably. to try when I'm in Italy one day. Was it worth the rush? Yes, it was. Everything worked out in the end, so I'm just glad that I got my sandwich because I was scared someone was gonna like steal it and snatch it up, but no one did. Thank lucky. goodness. Lucky. Very lucky. Sandwich theft. I know. How dare them? Okay, and anyways, I think that concludes our, like, New York food as, like, little gentleman overview. So then now we're going to talk about the new restaurants that we've tried in Seattle. So, Chloe, do you want to go first and start us off? Okay. To kick it off, I think it was the week before school started. My family and I, as well as some family friends, went to a katsu restaurant called Kabuda in Ukami Katsu. It was a little bit far from where we live, but nonetheless, still worth the trip. Um, I think they're known for, like, their pork katsu. You can get, like, different types of meat, which is interesting because, you know, usually when you get katsu, it's just, like, one option. This place, they only had katsu. Even though they were known for their pork katsu, I got the chicken katsu because I just had to be special. (laughs) Yes. And I had that with a side of Japanese curry. And would you say it's, like, one of the best katsus you ever had? Definitely. The The breading on the outside of the katsu was really good. And then I feel like the meat was, like, not dry at all. It was well-balanced, you know? I think the curry went really well with the rice and the katsu. Love it. Love it. Um, kind of, like, similar to that. I went to this restaurant called Musang, which is a restaurant we've been trying to go to. That we got denied from. Yes. Um, but we went because it was, like, a family friend's birthday. Um, and it's very, like, homey vibes because it's a restaurant that's situated inside of, like, a house. So it's literally, like, inside someone's home or like, someone's, like, used to be home. And kind of similar to that, we got, like, the fried chicken. And that was very yummy, very crispy. And I love crispy fried chicken. And what I've heard is that they change their menus seasonally. So, like, like every other week or something like that like every month they change their menus to cater more to like what's like in season which i think is very unique and very special what kind of food did they serve at musang like oh, yeah what i forgot kind to of say cuisine what kind of cuisine it's like a filipino restaurant um and i feel like there's not that many of those in seattle so i think no, there aren't it was really cool to try that cuisine because i've never had it before oh and then another thing is my brother got this like ube lemonade and it was, like, purple. So good. And I was in love because I love purple. Did he enjoy it? He did enjoy it. Good to hear. Well, I'll have to try it sometime. So, any other food Speaking places? Speaking of neighborhoods, 
I know we've talked about this place before, but we recently went to Daru Market, my favorite place ever. I think they're known for their carrot cake, their cakes, but their menu, I love their menu. I got the margarita pizza, which I probably shouldn't have gotten since there are so many other things on the menu that I would rather have eaten, but... It's okay. The pizza's very good. I want to try their pastrami sandwich next time I go because it looks really intriguing. And another kind of neighborhoodish restaurant, not really, it's kind of in the middle of Bellevue, but it's called Freen Bakery. It's been in Bellevue for a while now, I think, but it was the first time that I went. Um, I got like a egg, cheese, tomato, croissant kind of sandwich. Ooh, that's cool. And it was really good, as well as, like, a lavender latte, no, which are my when, favorite. No, I love it when restaurants, like, experiment with their croissants and try new flavor combinations because it makes them unique and memorable. Um, anyways, I think that wraps up our summer of Good Eats. Summer 23! Yes, um, we hope you enjoyed listening to all of the restaurants that we've been to this summer make sure to follow our instagram at eating adventures podcast for our first post of the school year and of our summer food dump you can also download eating adventures on all your favorite podcast platforms like spotify amazon music and apple podcasts and you can also listen to us live every wednesday at noon here on kmih 88.9 the bridge